Hey there, it's Mark. Before we start today's episode, Kenny and I wanted to recognize the events that have been happening across the country this past week, um, starting in Minneapolis with the death of George Floyd. As Madonna would always call herself a freedom fighter, we also agree that equality is necessary to move forward in this country. So we dedicate the rest of this season of All I Want to Do is Talk About Madonna to the Black Lives Matter movement, to all people fighting to make equality happen in this country. And for God's sake, people, vote in November. We love you, and we're standing with you. This is All I Want to Do is Talk About Madonna. And this is True Blue's Fade Out. So Reflections on True Blue is a whole album. It's a powerhouse album. It is uh, Madonna in the driver's seat uh, learning to play the Hollywood entertainment industry game. Less about music, more about image and presence. And the irony is is that she put together a kick-ass record of songs, many of, of whom became classics. And not just because at that time she was a huge star and could do no wrong, but the songs themselves, I think, with all that was being said and has been said about Madonna, the songs get the last laugh because when we're dead, Live to Tell will still be played. I don't know. We won't know, actually, and that's okay. I won't care. I, no. I will be happy I lived in an, a world where Live to Tell existed. I know. You know, I'm, I'm going to get dark for a second. I'm literally only on Instagram so I can see whatever Madonna's up to. <laughs> and I'm so scared of the day that like Madonna dies. Yeah, I know. Okay. Um, but you said at the beginning that this was more not so much about the music but more about the other stuff but then you changed your mind or you changed sort of halfway through because i think that the music was first with this okay you don't think so uh i think she had a lot of exterior goals besides writing a good record uh going into this project i think this was the first time that she had more understanding of how to manipulate or use image Right. Yes. She, <laughs> she, she did consciously change everything about herself or every way that we can see her, as well as the pe- most of the people she worked with, like visually. Like I was saying to you, like it's like from going from Stephen Mizell to Herb Ritz, right? This is like the Herb Ritz years sort of last for the next couple of years, actually, until he passes away. Yeah. Did I ever tell you my Herb Ritz story? No. <sighs> it's not that good, but it's kind of funny. Okay, so. I knew who Herbert's was because of Madonna, right? Yeah. And he, there are a lot of people that you you like. She would name drop, and you would run still, to the library still. and be like, "Who is this Frida Kahlo person? Right? Who's Keith Haring? I mean, that's how oh I learned. Oh my god! That's how I learned about all these people. Yeah. So Herbert's. This is um, this is a little bit later. This is really more around um, like a prayer time or right after. But like he, when I was going to NYU, he. Um, 
had a book of pictures come out, one called M and one called W, and they were nudes of models. Men, one was of all men and one was of all women. Mm-hmm. And he was signing copies of it as, at Rizzoli oh. in on uh, West Broadway yeah. in Soho. And I was like, I'm going to go and I'm going to meet Herberts and he's going to discover me because... I'm obviously as beautiful as all these models, and then I'm going to meet Madonna. You were, baby. You were. So I went. College student. I went. Right. I was a college student. I went. I. um, It turns out, you know, you can't meet her Ritz unless you bought both. Both books. Right. Which was one hundred and fifty dollars. This was in nineteen eighty nine. Wow. So, and I put it on my parents' credit card, and I got in line, and I was like, "Well, it doesn't matter because when I get to the front, it's all gonna. My whole life is gonna change." And I got up to the front. He didn't even look up at me. He said, "Name," and he wrote in my book, which I still have. I'll show you later. Um, and um, and that was it. He never even. He didn't ever even look at me. Um, but anyway, let's go back to the music or, or something else. <laughs> <laughs> um, what the, the I was oh my god! Uh, what was I going to say? I lost it. I think what is um, this all of that changing? I feel like made people. She's sending the message that okay. I am going to be different. I am going to change. The music is going to change. The songs are going to sound different. Are you in or are you out? And this cycle, which kind of ends with um, the flops in 1987, kind of um, any of the early casual fans who are like, Madonna's great, uh, I think go because they either see the movies and hate them or... They don't like that she's blonde, or you know. There's the this thing that starts to happen, where it's like you've got to start to get on board with the evolution and the reinvention. Totally. And if you want to keep your stars static and sim- the same, you're not gonna hang with Madonna. No. And totally. you're not gonna weather the the disappointments. Right. I mean, this is where she like up until this moment, I would say you can disagree that. She and Cindy Lauper before True Blue. She and Cindy Lauper are on par. Yeah, same level. In fact, maybe Cindy Lauper is has a little more street cred. She won the Grammy for Best New That's Artist. That's right. That's right. Don't forget. And at this moment, Madonna evolves. Whether it's a superficial evolution or not, you know, I liked to believe at the time that she was evolving emotionally and spiritually, and I still believe that, and I think that's partly what we yes. all buy into, right? Yeah. That she's on a journey, and we we follow her on our journey, and because we're all on that journey, right? We're and we're all, all growing up that. and yeah. learning, and yeah. you know, especially the generation that we're from, which is younger, and we're looking to her as like to show us the way. I still look to her to show me the way on a lot of things, even when I disagree, you know. And And, well, and it's it's interesting you bring up Cindy Lauper because Cindy Lauper also went into movies and also had some really bad flop movies around this time and a little later and didn't seem to weather them as well. That she didn't keep coming back to movies. And Madonna really had an obsession with making it as an actress. The other thing I think is this was really the last a moment before um, AIDS really started to decimate the community. And, um, I mean, people were dying in 1986, but her friends weren't dying yet. Um, People were starting to die in 87, 88. Um, And I think by 1989, 
Uh, most of the beloved friends she had were gone. So this really is kind of the last time when she's on top of... She, this is the time when she's on top of the world and carefree and yeah. making big, fat pop music. And she has a, a husband and she, you know, she basically is... Is everything's perfect? Yeah. Like, and the album has a lot of that in it. It's it like you said when we were talking about the album um, while we were listening to the tracks. Like, it is her sweetest album, and it's the album where love really feels like the solution. You know. I think that people, if people only know her from the last like twenty years of music, they're they're they'll listen to this record and wonder how who this is in some mm-hmm. ways because. This really, this this version of Madonna disappears really quickly, and with a couple of glimpses back, she really doesn't come back. We'll see you next time.